Hello everyone, welcome to another podcast of Walking with God. Um, This week, I'm actually like really excited to get to talk about this um, certain subject just because there were so many things that I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about in my next podcast and then I was like reading my notes um, of some different things, you know, just trying to like get a feel of what I wanted to talk about and what really... God was speaking through me and um it hit me and God was really like okay this is what I want you to talk about next because and I completely understand this because the the Holy Spirit was really like this is why I need to talk about this and um it's about baptism and I'm super excited about that because there are actually three types of baptisms that a lot of people don't really realize. You know, when especially when you think of Christianity, a lot of people think of just baptism by water. Um, and so getting to divulge in that and go over different things and what the different kinds of baptism are, I'm super excited about. But like I was saying, it's also about getting that foundation Um the three baptisms are super, super important in your growth and your relationship with God. And that is one of the things that, you know, I wanted to start talking about these different categories and these different subjects within God. And God really let me know, like, hey, for you to be able to divulge in this, people need to understand what they need to do to be able to grow in that relationship with me and the first steps of being able to do so. So I am super, super excited about this. Um, So this is walking into baptism. So let's get started. So, um, of course, I'm going to talk about him a lot, but Pastor Michael Todd is just amazing. Transformation Church. If you guys have not given him a listen on any of his podcasts or YouTube videos, please, please, please go do that. He's amazing. His word is amazing. God really speaks through him, but... Um, He actually had um, a couple sermons about the different kinds of baptisms. And it's super important, especially when, you know, he first started talking about the baptisms because of him really divulging into the Holy Spirit and who the Holy Spirit is. And really, you can't come to know the Holy Spirit until you have gone through these baptisms. So, um, first, I want to go over really the importance of Christ, what he was here on this earth to do. Um, You know, a lot of people, you know, when you think of the definition of Christ and his purpose was, you know, John 3.16. But I really love how 1 Corinthians actually puts this and how Paul um, writes in his letter to the Corinthians. Um, 1 Corinthians is a letter um, to the Corinthians at the time. And, um, really in this letter, I won't divulge into it too much because it's probably something that I'll go over later on. Um, but really in this letter, he's kind of like calling them out for their sins and stuff, which is like really cool. Like I was talking to my mom about it. Like he's basically like, Hey guys, love ya. How you doing? So I've heard you done this. And so he's just calling them out for all of these different sins and stuff. Um, and It's just really, it's just so Paul, honestly, because he's such a loving person and you can tell that in his writings, but he's also like one to be like, hey, 
you're doing this wrong. Like, hey, you need to, you need to quit this. Um, and so that's just what's really cool about Paul. Um, but so Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 15, 21 through 22, um, he's talking about the resurrection of death. And um, so in this, he says, for since death came through a man, the resurrection of dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam, all die. So in Christ, all will be made alive. And so basically, Paul's referencing Adam, which is the first man that was made in Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2. And he talks more about chapter 2. But um, basically, he's talking about how because Adam had sinned, because he had eaten the apple with Eve, um, that was when sin and death arose. That was when it was created. Um, and because of that, that immediately was the fall of man. Um, man immediately started sitting. That's when there was death. That's when there was chaos, horrible things. You know, that's why our world is the way that it is now. But Paul is talking about that this is why Christ was sent is because he was supposed to die for our sins and die so that we could be alive in Christ so that we could have eternal life. And that's just what's really cool. And like, I, I just love this um, because, you know, he talks about the resurrection of Christ. Um, says that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures. So he was buried and that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures. Um, that was 15, three through four and Romans 15, three through four, sorry, or Romans first Corinthians. Um, but, you know, like, it's just really cool getting to really learn about Christ and his purpose on earth to do, you know. And it was, it's just amazing really getting to divulge in that. I mean, have an understanding of that, you know. Paul really going like, hey, guys, like, Adam's the one that brought this, but Christ is the one that reversed it. You know, he's the one that overcame death. That you know, he died and he rose again on the third day. Like he did this for you, and that was the purpose of God. And you know, that was why Christ had came. And so you know, it's just an amazing, amazing thing. Um, it's just one of the biggest reasons why I have come to love our Lord um, and to know Him because He knows all of us, and it's just cool. Um, so I want to go into the different kinds of baptisms. So like I said, there's three baptisms. There's baptism by salvation, baptism by water, and baptism by the Spirit. Um, and so really what that, you know, especially um, Pastor Michael Todd, he definitely mentions multiple times is you have to do these in order. And it's crazy because, you know, like at first, like when I heard him like talking about this, I was like, I didn't do this in order, but I definitely did. Um, I think I had mentioned this in one of my other podcasts, but, you know, I was saved by going through a haunted house in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, got church. And two weeks later, I was baptized by water. And so that, you know, it's one of the biggest things that, and Pastor Michael Todd talks about this is that salvation is the first key um it's really the first way for you to repent of your sins for you to go acknowledge christ and who he is what he has done 
um, and who you are through him, within him. And that is really, I keep saying that's really cool, but I mean, it is like, (laughs) it's so amazing to think that we have this way of being able to grow in this relationship with God. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons why God was really laying this on my heart today for me to share with you guys, um, especially if you have not gone through all this. And I mean, there's a, like, I'll go through the, you know, by spirit, you know, by water, by spirit, you know, you might have gone through baptism by water, but you haven't realized that you haven't gone through baptism by spirit yet. And you know, it's just having that recognition of, okay, this is what I need to do as a step to be able to start growing in my relationship with God, because these are steps. That's really what our relationship with God is. You know, it's, it's steps towards salvation. It steps towards, you know, repentance and resurrection and being able to have the spirit within us. So Acts 16, 30 through 31, um, Paul and Silas are actually in jail right now, um, and the jailer, um, Paul, you know, they had just helped this jailer out, um, because basically God, you know, uh, I mean, it is God, but an angel had came, broken the chains, and then the jailer's like, I, you know, they end up saving this jailer because this jailer was going to take his life because he's freaking out because he doesn't want to get in trouble for letting them out, and they're like, no, don't do this, like, you know, we'll help you, we'll save you, and so then the jailer asked, sir, what must I do to be saved? And they replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. (laughs) And that's what's like super crazy is that like, I think a lot of people, especially if you're a non-believer, they think that there's this huge process of being able to be saved and start this relationship with God. And they're like, oh my gosh, it's just so much work, but it's not. And that's the best thing about our God is that he's simplistic. He obviously our God, we can't understand him. He's just, we can't even fathom his knowledge, but he has been able to make our relationship with him more simplistic for us to be able to have a relationship with him. Because I mean, in all honesty, humans are lazy. And if you recognize that you're able to go, oh my gosh, this is so easy to, sorry. This is so easy to be able to start this relationship with him. That's why he did it. He knew that if he made it super, super hard for us and all these different steps and everything, you know, then it would be hard. But that's also why it's amazing to know that he is actually a father, you know, not this God that you have to count three times and make a circle of salt. And that's some witchcraft stuff. But you know what I'm talking about? Like it's not these steps and these different things that you have to do to be able to like build up in these rankings with God. That's not what it is. That's not what Christianity is about. That's not what the way is about. 
The way is about having a relationship with God. We are his children. And a parent doesn't have their children do all these things so that they can have this relationship with them. A parent doesn't have a child. And as soon as a child is born, they start giving him these tasks and these different things for him to be able to do to be able to win him over, to win the parents over. That's not how it works. You know, it's because it's love and love is where you help that person build that relationship with you so that you can bless them. And that's what God is, is he's there to help us acknowledge our wrongs, acknowledge our rights, to praise him for those rights and those wrongs and for him to help us in this relationship, to strengthen our relationship with him, for him to be able to bless us. So also, um, speaking on salvation, um, Romans 10, 9 through 10 um, explains this really well, well too. He said, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So really the biggest thing with being baptized by salvation is having this knowledge this belief this faith in your heart that jesus christ is lord and i will tell you i and the crazy thing is is i mean this was sixth grade when i was saved and i still remember that feeling of when i was saved when i was asked do you believe jesus christ is lord you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead? And I remember saying yes and just having this feeling of like this weight lifted off my shoulders. And this true, true happiness. A happiness that I had never, ever felt before. And it was the first step. It was the step of starting to be able to build my relationship with God. And it was amazing. Um, And that's why it's really important that you are saved first, Um, that you open your heart up to God and you have this acknowledgement of him and who he is, this belief, so that he can start working through you. And that's when it comes to the second baptism, baptism by water. Um, Baptism by water is a new beginning. Um, I really love how Romans 6 through uh, 3 through 7 defines this this is a little bit long so stay with me but it says or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into jesus christ were baptized into his death we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the father we too may live a new life So if you have ever been baptized or if you've ever seen a baptism or maybe you haven't seen any of that and that's okay. Like I, this is why I'm going to explain it. So when you are in the water, you go down, the, the pastor will, you know, let you hold your breath and you go down into the water and that's you dying of your sin. That is what Christ did for us is baptizing into his death. To say, I am done with this. I'm letting this go. I want to be a new beginning. And so then when you come up, 
you're raised from the dead through the glory of the Father. We too may live a new life. So this is the beginning of a new life. So the purpose of water baptism is for you to die in your sin and you to be raised into a new person, into a new beginning, into a new life so that Jesus Christ can really start working through you. Um, It's an amazing feeling. Again, like I said, this was sixth grade. I was 12 years old. This was 10 years ago. And I still remember the feeling of going down and then coming out and literally feeling like I was a new person. And this is also really important. And this is one of the biggest things that I want to stress as well is God knows your heart. He knows if you are truly into this and you truly want to make this change. So this will not be an amazing feeling, this profound feeling, if your heart is not completely in it. Because that's the only way that you can have this feeling is if your heart is completely in it and that you want to die of your sin. You want to be saved by Christ um, and have a new life and to start this relationship with him. And that is one of the biggest things I want to stress is that you have to, within your heart, wholeheartedly want to do this. If it's somebody else making the decision or, you know, all this stuff, that's why, you know, like, I'm not going to talk about Catholicism too much. Um, or I think Methodist, Methodists or Lutherans do this too, I believe. Um, but baptism of babies, you know, I, I just... When you really start divulging into what baptism by water is supposed to be, it doesn't really make any sense of if why you would do it with a baby because babies, one, are supposed to be pure. You know, I mean, that's just, they're the purest humans on earth, obviously, because they haven't had time on, on earth to sin. But, you know, that's when it's just like kind of iffy there. It's just like, why would we baptize a baby by water when they don't have that acknowledgement of who Christ is? And I think that's why it's super important. You know, my, um, you know, I was baptized in the sixth grade. I was actually, I think maybe I was 11. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But, you know, I was really young. And my little brother, he's 16, will be 17 in November. He's been saved, but he hasn't been baptized yet. And that's something that, you know, my mom and I have talked about. And I think the biggest thing is if he's not ready, then he's not ready. And that's okay. You, it's baptism by, English is hard. Baptism by water isn't something that you have to do in a specific time in your life. It really isn't. You're already saved. And, you know, it says in the Bible that if you're saved, you have eternal life. That as soon as you, you know, have that within your, you know, like I said, you speak that you in your heart have the belief that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God sent him to die on the cross for us, then you are saved. You have eternal life. Baptism by water, though, is for you to have this new beginning. But you have to be fully confident in doing it. And I don't want to push my little brother to do this if he's not confident, if he's not ready, if he doesn't think he needs to take that next step. Because really, that's not something that we need to be talking to him about. That's something that he needs to be talking to God about. You know, God is going to really push him when he wants him to go, okay, you need to start now. And... That's, you know, one of the biggest reasons why, like, I'm just so iffy on, like, the baptism when you're a baby. It's just because 
you need to have this acknowledgement of who God is and what you're doing when you had the baptism by water. Um, so that you can understand the difference it's going to make in your life and what it could make in your life. You know, like I said, your heart has to be within it for it to make a difference. And if your heart isn't in it and you don't have the knowledge of the knowledge, the knowledge of what baptism by water means, then you shouldn't, I mean, really you shouldn't be doing it. So then the third baptism is baptism by spirit. And like I said, at the very beginning, you know, a lot of people don't realize that there's different baptisms. You know, we all think of just baptism by water. But the, I mean, baptism by salvation, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Baptism by water, obviously, I was like, knew that. Um, But baptism by spirit really caught me. And I don't really know why, just because it makes so much sense now. And it's so, so important within your life and within your relationship and growth within Christ. But it's something that I think a lot of people miss. And I mean, it even talks about in Acts how the people, let's see here. Let me find my spot. Um, the people were like, no, like we've been baptized by water, but we haven't, we haven't felt no spirit. You know, we haven't felt that. And it's just like, ooh, like, it's just so cool because it's like, oh my gosh, like, it's crazy how God has something in the Bible for all of us and for an explanation of everything. And that's what's really, like, amazing about the Bible and how I'm just like, guys, this, there's no way that this isn't real. Because God answered all of our questions. Even if it's not something, like, the subject isn't something that specifically we're going through within that little story god's going to reveal the lesson to us or the answer to us of our questions that we've been asking and so that's just what's amazing about the bible but in this particular section um peter is talking and he like straight up just tells it how it is and it's super cool so acts 11 15 through 16 peter says as i began to speak the holy spirit came on them as he had come on us at the beginning then I heard then I remembered what the Lord had said. John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave them the same gift he gave us who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to think that I could stand in God's way? So what Peter is actually talking about is when Christ was first resurrected, um I say first. <laughs> when when Christ was resurrected, dear goodness. Um, he had came back to earth and he, he spent 40 days. Yeah. 40 days on earth with the apostles, um, with the disciples, apostles, blah, blah, blah. And, um, he really got to like show them or teach them a little bit more, you know, and then he left 40 days and then 10 days after that, the Holy Spirit filled them. And really what Christ had said at the end of this was, I am not leaving you on this earth by yourself. I'm giving you a gift. I'm giving you a part of me to be able to lead you, to be able to guide you, to be able to give you knowledge, to be able to give you gifts um, so that you can live within me um, and grow this relationship with me. And so the 10 days after Christ had gone up to heaven, Um, the Holy Spirit had filled all of the disciples and they started speaking in tongues um, and 
started, you know, prophesying and all these different gifts, which was really cool. And, um, so he's talking about how in this section, he's talking about how when he starts speaking, the Holy Spirit fills the people that he's speaking to. And then he's kind of like surprised at himself because he's like, man, like I really didn't think that the Holy Spirit would fill anybody else. He's like, but why would I even think that it's God? Like, why would he just give us the Holy Spirit and not anybody who believed Not not everybody that was baptized by salvation and baptized by water and so that's what's really cool is because he's just like who am i to think that it's just us you know like this is an amazing gift that everybody should have so then also in acts acts 2 38 Peter, it says, Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children, for all of who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. So he's talking about repenting and being baptized. So being baptized by water. Um, And then he's saying, you have to be baptized by water, baptized into the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, for you to be able to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And it's really cool is right after that. I don't think, maybe I didn't. Um, Sorry guys, I... I didn't write down this certain scripture that I wanted to talk about, but that's okay. I'll go ahead and talk about it anyways. Um, so basically, I don't remember exactly where it's at. This is why I write stuff down. Um, I believe it was Peter. Peter um, had came up to this group of people and, you know, they were really, they were living good lives, but it was kind of like they were living this life but they weren't living the true life of the way of what they were supposed to and so peter then asked like hey are you guys like filled with the holy spirit or baptized by the holy spirit and these these guys were like oh the what like we were baptized by water but we weren't baptized by the holy spirit like what's the holy spirit so then peter starts talking to them and explaining to them what the holy spirit is and they finally open up and let themselves break down these walls so that the holy spirit can start living within them and at this you know again just like how it happened to the disciples and stuff they immediately felt like this warmth and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. They started speaking in tongues, being able to prophesy and heal and have these gifts of faith and discernment and all this stuff. And that's when they were really starting to grow and be able to like live this life that Christ had wanted for them. And so that's literally what <laughs> literally explains what the baptism by the Spirit is. It's you after you're baptized by water. You're letting in the Holy Spirit to be able to fill you and to be able to work through you. The amazing thing, and I think, you know, the next episode I'll go into more of what the Holy Spirit is and 
what he does because it is a he the and that's what like i think a lot of people like misplace and again pastor michael todd explains perfectly that the holy spirit is god you know they they all are god god the holy spirit and jesus christ and so the holy spirit has these certain things that he is supposed to do christ has these certain things god has these certain things and the holy spirit makes i don't want to say makes but establishes this relationship with christ that if you don't have the holy spirit within you you do not have you do not have this type of relationship with god if you do not have the holy spirit period with a t at the end like it is crazy the difference of when you are just sitting and you're going through the steps of reading the bible or having these devotions and then having the holy spirit within you be able to fill you with these not this knowledge and this hope and this faith and these different gifts like it's just so cool so cool and it's so important within our walk with christ because we're supposed to have the holy spirit within us the holy spirit and this is one of the biggest things and again i'll talk about this in the next episode when i'm talking about the holy spirit but we have to be able to break down our walls for us to be able to know who this the holy spirit is um there the holy spirit offers so much to us in our growth with christ it's profound it's literally i say beyond this world because it is beyond this world it's so spiritual and so overwhelming but in a good way and it's just amazing and i mean if you've ever been to like a youth conference or you know some kind of christian conference and stuff and really opened yourself up to that you have definitely felt the holy spirit but i think a lot of people and again like i said i'll talk about this more in the next episode i think a lot of people have this thing of like oh this spiritual high is only going to last while i'm here and but it doesn't have to because you can have the holy spirit within you for it to be able to give you the spiritual high that you need all the time to be able to give you the discipline and the devotion to christ for him to be able to work in you and so i hope i was able to help you guys with the different kinds of baptisms to be able to give you some knowledge be able to get you thinking um if you've been saved and you kind of were thinking about the next step or if you should take the next step like like i talked about with my little brother about my little brother you don't feel pressured to do anything unless god is pressuring you let's <laughs> let me say that real quick if somebody if a human is pressuring you and you just don't feel like it's right then that's okay but if god is pressuring you if god is laying that on your heart don't hold back because it's only going to be able to further your relationship with christ and then also by spirit baptism by spirit if you don't think that you've been baptized with spirit or you're like ooh, like what is this what's this feeling more than likely you weren't and that's okay the biggest thing that i would say is just spend time i you know like the song holy spirit i literally while i was like right after one of my um 
YouTube episodes with Pastor Michael Todd, you know, and him talking about the Holy Spirit and stuff, they were singing Holy Spirit. And I literally just sat in the middle of my floor and sang that and just opened my arms and just like pictured myself opening up everything my body my heart my mind my soul to the holy spirit to be able to break down those walls for him to be able to come in with it within me and that i mean honestly that's the most i say purest but like most open way to be able to do it just because you are picturing yourself opening everything giving everything to the holy spirit so that they can start working within you and it's an amazing feeling baptism all three baptisms are just an amazing feeling and if you are thinking about this or thinking about okay what is the next step that i need to do please feel free to message me um or you know go to your church go to any counselors pastors that you know and ask them like hey what do i need to do um and they will give you guidance. Pray about it. That's the biggest thing. Pray about what you need to do. And God is going to answer it. You just got to be able to open your, your ears to be able to hear him. Um, and truly be able to know what he wants out of your life. And the biggest thing is having a relationship with you. And the three baptisms are that's those steps to be able to have that relationship with you. So... Like usual, I want to end this with a prayer. Um, so if you want to bow your heads, close your eyes, you know, open your arms, whatever you need to do to be able to let the Lord move within you, let's do that now. Jesus, Abba, Lord, thank you for speaking through me today. Thank you for giving me this knowledge of what I needed to speak to these this young people today lord i pray that if any of them are thinking about any of these baptisms and what the first step they need to do i ask lord that they come to you lord i i ask that you answer them i ask that you show them the way to be able to fill them with that knowledge to be able to bring people into their lives to be able to help them with that process Lord, I pray that they start opening up to you and start questioning you because that's what you want. You want them to be able to question you so that you can start answering those questions so that they can build that relationship with you. Lord, I pray for them for this week, this coming weekend. I pray that they have a safe weekend, um, safe rest of the summer. I love you, Lord. In Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Bye, guys.